0: Tonight is a very exciting night. We actually have three people preaching. <laughs> Cannot wait to hear what they have to say. And um, this current theme that we're on is called um, revival. And um, we just believe that revival starts with us. It starts from us getting revelation from God. It starts from momentum from us as individuals and as a community. Um, so. That's what um, we're so excited to be speaking about tonight. Um, And we just, yeah, these three preachers are going to just talk about what that actually looks like, what that looks like in our world, in their personal world. And I'm really, really excited to welcome up our first preacher. He is an incredible man of God, Mr. Brayden Behan, um, along with his beautiful wife, Rose. Um, He's just an incredible... Incredible steward of God, he really um, just exemplifies what it is to be a man after God's own heart. So, if you'd just welcome Braden to the stage, awesome.
1: Thank you, Joel. So good. Hey, church. Uh, so we're a church. Uh, before I kick off, we're a church that loves to honor our leaders, and I just want to honor a leader who's been so pivotal in my life, and that that person's Katrina Bowen. Uh, those of you that uh, know Katrina know that she's the director here uh, at, uh, of our new people. Uh, she runs a thriving business with her husband, Jay, and has got a family of eight kids. And so uh, she's such a woman of capacity. But uh, Katrina, I just want to say thank you. You've just spoken in my life, it's so pivotal in my growth and my development. So can we give it up for Katrina? Um, so, you know, when I was asked to speak to, uh, tonight, I said yes, and then I found out the topic was fasting, and to be honest, I wasn't jumping for joy. Uh, and I know there may be some people here who feel the same way. Um, I've fasted a few times now, but I always say it's something I've probably struggled with. Uh, but I know one thing about fasting is it's powerful, uh, and it carves a away for supernatural breakthrough in your life, and as hard as it is, it's so worth it. Um, so I want to share some highlights of what God has done in my life through fasting and, and encourage you guys on how we can do the same in yours. Um, you know, the biggest takeaway for me through fasting has been clarity and hearing God. Um, I remember fasting in the middle of last year, and at this point, I had a lot of chaos in my life, and I was really struggling to get a grip. Um, there's a lot of tension in my marriage. I wasn't in a job that was fulfilling me, and it felt like the storms were speaking louder than God's voice. Um, At this point, uh, C3 Church was starting a a prayer and fasting season, and so I decided to be a part of it and make the commitment to see breakthrough and hear from God. Um, So I decided to fast coffee and meet for seven days, and uh, during this time, I started to get some clarity. Um, Each morning, I ditched my coffee for water and went straight to prayer with God. Um, What God gave me uh, was visions for the future and faith to keep believing in the midst of my storm. Um, these visions were a way of God communicating to me to keep my mind at peace and give me hope for the future. Um, I remember seeing uh, a vision of my wife, Rose, who at the time was far from God, but God showed me this, uh, this beautiful rose. She's full of life, full of vibrancy, full of colour, uh, and I saw the words beauty. Uh, it was at this time God was saying that you know, she's in the palm of his hand. Uh, But fast forward to this year, and Rose and I are now both serving uh, in the house of God together. We're praying together. Uh, And I've seen this beauty God promised as Rose now shines the light that can be none other than the light of Jesus. So um, it's amazing. Um, And so, um, yeah, and so through prayer and fasting, Jesus gave me clarity. Uh, In Matthew 5.8, it says, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. You know, in life, our heart can get polluted, it can get murky, but Jesus wants it pure so we can see him. You know, so who, who he wants to see, God. Uh, who, who wants direction and, and vision for your future? Um, part of fasting says, I'm laying out something I love for something I love even more. Uh, and God honours that. You can start to hear the voice of God so clearly and he'll, he'll start to give you direction uh, and vision for your future. So I know that as we set our hearts towards God over this next 21 days in prayer and fasting, it'll cultivate a heart of humility and God will speak through any storm that you're facing, just like he did to me. So like I said, in that season I was facing a big battle and I needed power and I needed strength. Um, Jesus himself fasted. And in Luke 4, it says, Jesus, being filled with the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan uh, and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, uh, being tempted for 40 days by the devil. And in those days, he ate nothing. In other words, he fasted. And that's a a pretty hectic fast, 40 days. Um, It goes on to say, after these 40 days of fasting, that he returned in the power of the Spirit to Galilee and news of him went throughout all the surrounding regions. I mean, if Jesus, the Son of God, needed to fast, I think we do too. Uh, and Jesus modelled for us the key to be strengthened in power, and it was through fasting. Um, after this time, Jesus went into his ministry where he performed all the miracles in the Bible, that you read in the Bible. Um, and so fasting, it supercharges your spirit. It builds faith and it keeps you, gives you power to overcome. Um, so I wonder how many of our miracles are on the other side of this prayer and fasting. So whether you're facing a bad diagnosis or it's a situation that's out of your control or there's a family member that's going down the wrong track, I just want to encourage you to take up this 21 days of prayer and fasting. You might be right on the edge of your breakthrough, and this is going to to bring God to to get that breakthrough. Um, So last, I just want to share some practical tips of of what I've learned from fasting. Uh, Number one, be realistic. Uh, two years ago, uh, I was believing for a break, and I decided to go all out with a water fast. Uh, I remember at the, at the end of the second day, I just crashed and was just feeling sorry for myself. And so I went too hard too early. So be realistic, listen to God and what He's asking you to do. Um, some of you might be a meal, some of you it's coffee, some of you it's meats, uh, but whatever it is, just pray to God, hear His voice, and do what He's asking you to do, In he of honor that. Uh, number two, remove temptation. Uh, So it is a sacrifice, and with that comes temptation. Uh, So set yourself up for success by getting rid of the chocolate out of the pantry, the bread, or whatever it is. Some of you have social media, so remove the app from the home screen. Um, But just remove the temptation so you can give yourself the best chance to go the journey and see the breakthrough. Uh, Number three, be specific. Um, I think this is so important. If we write down what what you're fasting and why you're fasting, partner it in prayer every day. Every day. Um, knowing your why is going to encourage you when you're craving that sugar hit or you're tempted to pull into Maccas, Um It'll actually quickly counter that temptation because you're believing for that thing and it's your why. Uh, number four, do it together. Um, get an accountability partner. Um, life was never meant to be done to alone, so we need people in our lives to encourage us uh, and, and spur us on and someone who can keep us accountable. So find that person who you're going to text and they're going to text you back and just go the journey with um, and come along to the prayer meetings. We've got them here at church over the next 21 days. There's just something powerful when we come together as a, as a church to pray together uh, and spur each other on. The atmosphere of faith will rise in your heart and we'll get to see breakthroughs in, in, in my life and in your life and in the church life. Um, at number five, journal. Um, so I shared a little bit of my story and part of my story was um, learning to hear the voice of God. Um, so make sure when you fast and put time aside to, to pray and then to journal. Um, God's going to speak to you as you write. So whether it's how to solve a problem or it's direction for your career or what your next step is, um, God's going to speak to you as you journal. Very good. Very good. Um, so although the first couple of times I was nervous and I struggled with the whole concept, um, my decision to say yes to God allowed him to give me these visions. It, it grew my faith to keep going and to see the breakthrough. So I know that as we do this together, we will see breakthrough for our church and in our personal lives. You will hear the voice of God. You'll get direction for your life and he'll give you the power and the strength to overcome your mountain. Okay. So don't put it off. Don't say maybe next time. Make a commitment to God and say yes. And, and sometimes with God, it's not immediate fruit. But, sometimes, but one thing I know about God is he is faithful uh, and his promises are yes and amen. Um, so let's just close in prayer. Uh, we just thank you, God. We thank you, God, that you are the God of miracles. And we're just praying and believing that everyone here who says yes to fasting, Lord, that you would partner with them. Lord, that you would grow them in their faith. Lord, that you would supercharge their spirit. We thank you, God, that you're going to give direction for the future. You're going to give clarity, Lord God, and we will see breakthrough together as we fast in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Amen.
0: That's so, so awesome. Thank you so much, Brayden. I absolutely love, love hearing those testimonies of just, that testimony of um, you and Rose's relationship and how you both are just now planted and serving in the house of God. We love you guys so much, and I just think that's so cool. I also just love what you said about, you know, like just just do it this time. Don't say maybe next time. Just believe that God has something for you in these next three weeks. Join with a community of people who are doing it together. And uh, I just can't wait to hear it. Like, I'm so excited for the fast because I'm so excited to hear testimonies and what comes out of it. Yeah. So, so good. Well... Our next um, speaker tonight is somebody who um, Isaac and I hold very dear to our hearts. He is a very, very good friend. Um, My most outstanding memory with Mr. Nick Hickman is um, I lived here for one year back in 2017, and I don't think I was able to make eye contact with Nick without him coming up with another very stereotypical question about Canada. I think I was asked if I lived in igloos, if I rode mooses, if I had penguin pets, like all this kind of stuff. Nick is just an absolute breath of fresh air. And on a more serious note, I literally don't know somebody who Portrays the word honor better than Mr. Nick Hickman. Yeah. He is Absolutely. outstanding in honoring his leaders, um, in honoring his peers, his friends, um, and yeah, I'm just always so blown away. On, so if you guys would all just welcome Nick to the stage.
2: Wow, Nick.
0: Awesome. Come on.
2: Thanks, Joe. Um, just to clarify, I'm not like racist about Canadians or anything. Just curious. <laughs> Tweet that. Not racist. Just curious. Um, Hello, I'm Nick. Um, Before I get, I brought my Bible and everything. Um, Before I get into it, um, I would actually just love to honour Pastor John and Danielle, as Joel mentioned. They're not here tonight, um, but we are actually filming this, um, and they're going to watch it at some point. Um, But I just love that they are such big visionary leaders, um, and and they are just always ready to go the bold. But they're also so submitted to authority. Um, and when they get asked to isolate, they isolate. It's awesome. I love them. So let's put our hands together for our senior pastors. Um, literally, just before I got up here, I was thinking, and I've been fasting for a long time. So I've been coming to this church since 2000 something, 2004, um, and I've probably been fasting, like with our church, fast since I was about 15. And I think the reason for that is like what Joel was saying. It's just like my leaders told me to, so I did. Um, And that was (laughs) about as deep as it went. And I pretty can, my my go to fast is liquids only. So I'll have like juice and smoothies and whatever, but no solid food. Um, And so in that, there's soup, right? Soup Soup is liquid. Um, And so, because of that, because of years of fasting soup, um, as my good friend Sam Byrne would tell you, the psychologist, it's built this negative association with soup, and man, I hate soup. Like, I hate it. (laughs) Like, there's probably nothing else in this world I actually hate, I hate soup, man, Um, because it's just every time I fast, I have soup. Um, Anyway, my scripture tonight, (laughs) great, great segue. My scripture tonight is Matthew 4, verse 1 to 4. Um, and it is it on the screen? It's awesome. Sorry. So it says, then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. Oof. And then after fasting for 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry because he was fully man as well. He wasn't just like Jesus fasting or he fasts and doesn't get hungry. He felt it. Um, and the tempter came and said to him, if you are the Son of God, command these stones to become bread. But he answered, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that comes from the mouth of God. Um, immediately, well, before this, right, Jesus hadn't done anything. Like, he, he grew up, and that was pretty much it. He hadn't, he hadn't healed anyone. He hadn't raised anyone from the dead, hadn't turned water into wine. Um, in the last, like, two minutes, I've preached for more than Jesus had at this point. Um, and then immediately before this, right, he got water baptized. He had, um, like, the, the, the Holy Spirit came like a dove and spoke to him, and he got up. And so, so Jesus knew he was going to be tempted, right? The Spirit led him out to be tempted, And he could have done anything he wanted. He could have, you know, had mimosas. He could have had an angel come down and give him a massage and be like, you got this, Jesus. He could have done anything he wanted, and he chose to fast. He knew that the best way to resist temptation, he knew the best way to go through a trial, the best way to build himself up was to fast. Um, He had just had like a massive God encounter. The Holy Spirit came down like a dove and spoke to everyone in the room saying, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased." It doesn't get better than that. Like imagine if like someone prayed for you tonight and the Holy Spirit came and said that to everyone. Like he was on the highest of high spiritually, and he still chose to fast. Um, fa- fa- like he knew that fasting is the best way to build up our spirit over our flesh, right? And if you're here tonight and it's your first time, I'm stoked that you're here. Um, we don't normally talk this much about fasting. We, um, when we talk about flesh, right, it's like a biblical, it wasn't an English word, but it's a, it's a word we use um, to describe, right, we've got, we believe that we're a body, we have a body, but we're a spirit in that body, and that spirit and the body sometimes have tension. Um, your spirit wants to, like, praise God and worship and all that, and your body wants to, you know, drink and eat Maccas and sit on the couch and do nothing, right? Yeah? Um, and so, a great example of of your spirit and your body having tension is, like, having a quiet time in the morning. So you never, like, I wake up in the morning, I pray, I read my Bible, it's good, do it. I never feel like it. <laughs> I never wake up and I'm like, wow, I'm so glad I'm awake and the sun's, especially at the moment, the sun's not up yet. And I, like, you know, no other lights are on on my street. It's just me right now. Uh, never. I wake up and my eyes hurt. Um, <laughs> um, as I'm saying, that, my, app's it's not good. <laughs> but I wake up and because I've made a decision that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have my quiet time, I get up, I go have my quiet time. It's great. Afterwards, I'm like, so glad I did that. Um, and it's, I, I, you're never going to have a quiet time if you go, I'll just see if I feel like it in the morning. If you wake up and when your alarm's going off, you decide if you're having a quiet time or not, you're not going to have it. Um, and it's the same with fasting. Don't wait until you feel like it to fast. Don't wake up tomorrow morning and go, gee, what am I, am I going to fast today? What am I going to fast? Because your body's not going to go, I'm good, I've had enough food for the week. Like, I don't need coffee. I'm good. Like, you just, yeah, cut me off cold turkey. I'm fine. Um, that's not what your body's going to say. Um, so, make a decision now. Now, in that scripture, it's gone, but in the scripture, sorry, I turned, I was like, dirt has gone. They don't keep it there forever. Um, but it says, he was led up by the Spirit. And so, I was like, God wants to bless us exceedingly, abundantly above all we can ask or think, right? Uh, fast, but he wants us to fast and not eat. And those two like, you know, it doesn't work together. Um, and I was, I was praying about it, and I was thinking about it, and I was like, yes, God wants to bless us exceedingly abundantly above, but He's actually more concerned about how much you love Him. He's actually a lot more concerned about your character. He's actually a lot more concerned about your friends and your family knowing Him. He's actually a lot more concerned about you being free from sin, right? I know I, I'm not a parent, um, just in case you're wondering. I've been married a month, so... <laughs> um, but um, I have been a youth leader, right? I've been a youth leader. I've been a kids' leader. One of the best teams in the church. And um, if, you have, if you are a parent or you've been a teacher or a coach or anything like that, you would know what it's like when you see someone and you can see where they could be in three months or a year if they just knuckled down and really put the effort in, right? And I've been blessed to have leaders in my life, like our worship pastor, Lisa, um, who like over 2018, 2018, we'll say, um, really worked with me on like delegating, right? Like she she could see where I could be as a leader, and I couldn't see it, right? And she was like, if Nick can just get this down, he is going to be such a better leader. And so she worked with me over the course of a year on getting a lot better at that. And it's the exact same with God and us and fasting, right? God can see you in three weeks and where you're at, even if you can't see it, even if you go, you know, really what can happen in three weeks? God can see you in three weeks just so, so in love with Him, right? God can see you in three weeks sitting with your friends and your family that don't know Him right now here at church, right? God can see you in three weeks free of sin that you've been dealing with for so, so long if you just commit to fasting over the next three weeks. Um, I, I love fasting. I do, um, not in the afternoon when the hunger pains are hitting me. I hate it. But, in, you know, when I'm praying in the mornings when we have our prayer meetings on site here at church and I'm praying, I've, like, I've never felt so close to God. I've got such a clear memory of walking like next to where the camera box is there, one prayer meeting um, and I'm just like praying in tongues and I'm praying for whatever and it literally just felt like lightning was coming off me. Like, I just felt so full of the presence of God and so full of power. So I just really want to encourage you this week, make a decision, um, like be disciplined with it, dig in fast and come to our prayer meetings. Thank you guys. Yeah.
0: Thank you so much, Nick. That was really, really awesome. I absolutely loved um, how you just pointed out God can see us in three weeks. I was actually writing it on my phone like God can see um, the breakthrough, like see you in three weeks and see your break. And I was writing breakthrough and it said breakfast. (laughs) And I was like, wow, all right. I feel challenged already (laughs) about not eating. Cool. Cool. Yeah, that was so awesome. Thank you so much, Nick. Let's give Nick one more round of applause. Awesome. Well, we have one last speaker to hear from. We have the wonderful Miss Gemma Pierce. And um, one thing that I remember about Gemma is actually the first time we met. And Gem, you probably actually don't remember this, but... Um, when I first came to C3 Powerhouse, um, I was preparing myself coming from Canada so I really like bu- like started listening to podcasts. I like um, was following the social media and following a few people. And um, I very much knew who Gemma was before I came here, so I remember being very excited to meet her. And I met her, and I was like, hi, I'm Joelle. I was so excited. And she was like, hi, I'm Gemma. And I was like, yeah, I know. And, like, it was so creepy and just, like, uncomfortable for her. But she pushed through, and she's my friend, so that's cool. Um, But, yeah, on a more serious note, Gemma is the epitome of, like, loving people where they're at. I, like... Gemma's never not smiled, like, towards people and just had such a pure heart towards them. And um, it is going to be an absolute blessing to hear from her tonight. So take it away, Gemma.
3: Thank you, Joelle. Hey, why don't we just... I just want to take a moment. I feel so honored that Joelle just introduced me. Um, Isaac and Joelle are my... Faithli- faithful. Oh my gosh. Faithless. That would be so bad. Oh, what a great start. Anyways. Faithful. They are my faithful youth leaders. Um, seriously, I feel so lucky that you guys are my youth like leaders. Just this whole year, you just taking youth to new levels. And I'm so thankful for you guys. So why don't we give a hand to them? <laughs> but yes. Actually, a fun fact is Joelle and I do internship together. And this week we had intern retreat. Little plug for the interns because it was literally gold and pastor fred porter came and he spoke to us and we actually all got um like words over our life so i mean internships great um anyways so i asked pastor fred a random question i don't know i'm a bit random and i said to him how old do you think i am and he looked at me and he said 26 and i was like oh i'm 18 right I know it doesn't look like I'm 18, but I am 18, but yeah, and I was like, okay, very random. I actually graduated last year, which is pretty cool, pretty cool, and um, who knows that everyone that goes in year 12, they're like, during the year, and everyone asks them like, hey, like, what are you doing next year? Like, what are you doing in your life? And we all don't know, because like, we're in year 12, and it's stressful. Anyways, I had no clue last year, and um, it like... Online schooling, stressful. Year 12, just stressful altogether. And I was just very confused. And so I did what every person does when they're 17 and they just graduated. I did a 21-day fast. <laughs> no, seriously, I'd never done one before that wasn't during church. And I, was, I didn't know what I was doing. But I did, know, I did know that God knew where I was. Even though I didn't, God knew where I was going. And I knew if I fasted, he would speak to me. So I prayed for three key things, one of them being clarity for 2021. And in Psalm 119, verse 105, it says, The word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. You know, the word is God. And I was asking for my next step, I wasn't asking for my whole future plans. Those 21 days were hard, okay? I love food, okay? And it, it was hard, but you, I just realized I had to decide which pain I would choose. Was it going to be to just be constantly confused for the next year, for the next however long it was? Or was I just going to go 21 days without food I liked, but have clarity and be closer to God? And I just, I want to encourage us here today for just a moment of like, I really want to encourage you to fast because it's 21 days, but it's worth it for the future. Like, it's 21 days of hardness, but it's really worth it. And God spoke to me in different ways. And one of those was I had a dream um, a year or two ago, and he brought it back to my memory. And basically I was in a university lineup to, like, register for uni, and, which is weird because you don't do that. And I, this guy in front of me asked me, he goes, oh, like, what are you doing in uni? And I was like, I don't know like and he was like what and I was like ah so I called my mom because that's what you just do and I called mom and I was like mom like I'm in the uni line what do I do and she was like look Gemma you've done a certificate three in event management you're good at events just do that and to tell you I'm actually doing full-time university studying events and I'm half way I just finished the semester which is pretty amazing <laughs> that God spoke to me through that and another thing is that he spoke to me through my leaders. So Pastor Josh actually asked me to do an internship during that fast. And who knows that just because we don't like the answer God gives us doesn't mean it's not the answer. I didn't want to do internship, but here I am, six months in, and I'm absolutely loving it. Um, but yeah, like not only are we fasting, but we're praying. And a couple years ago. A while back, I had a connect group and I wasn't praying for my connect group and I wasn't praying full stop. And my parents kind of saw me not praying and they were like, hey, Gem, um, in like a really nice way. They were like, hey, <laughs> sorry, I love you. <laughs> um, they were like, hey, Gem, um, oh, you know, you're not really praying and we think you should. And I was like, cool. And they were like, all right, you know, maybe that'll change something. But the Lord actually convicted me in that moment. and And I started praying from then on, and it's been the best thing ever. But praying and fasting comes together, but I had to be asked to pray. The fast is tomorrow. If you need someone to ask you, you, I don't know if you will, but I'm going to ask you all now, fast with us tomorrow. There's going to be so much breakthrough through it. You're going to get so much out of it, and I'm just super excited for what God's going to do. Let's do it together, but let's make sure we go in with intention. What are you fasting for? You know, I want to encourage us in two different things for the fast. And firstly, it's to wait on God. In the Bible, there's a story about Gideon. And as he was about to take his army into the battle, the Lord spoke to him. And it was going to be a big battle. And the Lord spoke to him with a strategy during the night. And they won the battle because he used that strategy. But what if he wasn't listening to God in the night? you know, they might not have won the battle. What if we're not listening to God during this fast? We might not get the answers we're praying for. So I just encourage you right now that he tends to talk in the quiet because he has our full attention. So during this fast, just wait on him. Wait for him to speak. And the second thing I want to encourage you to do today is declare the victory. I just wanted to take a step back and remind you of my why. You know, in Judges 4.14, it says, go. This is the day the Lord has given Sisera into your hands. Has not the Lord gone ahead of you? Another version says, before you. Jesus died on the cross for us. He's gone before us and he's already won the battle. So everything we're facing, he's already won the battle for. We live with victory inside of us this is the day that the Lord, you just like, it's gone, obviously. Thanks. Yeah, Nick, it definitely just goes. Anyways, (laughs) um, it's like, go, this is the day the Lord has given Sisera. That's what the scripture says. But go, this is the day the Lord has given your family into your hands. Go, this is the day the Lord has given your school, your workplace into your hands. Go, this is the day the Lord has given the Sunshine Coast and Australia into your hands. He's already won the battle. We we live with victory inside of us. I just think it's just so amazing that he's gone before us. You know, I encourage us during this fast to declare the victory over yourself. Break through in the spirit, prophesy the victory. He has already won. This fast is going to be so absolutely life-changing, and I encourage you to do it with me. But, you know, as Joel said before, where in a theme of revival and revival that starts in ourselves, that starts with a relationship with God. And God loves you and he wants to have a relationship with you, each and every single one of us. And, you know, before I mentioned that God's won the battle, he's already, he's sent his son Jesus to die for you and I on the cross in our place for our sins so that we can spend eternity with him. You know, God, He has a plan and a purpose for your life. He gives us peace. When I first gave my heart to God, there was a peace that was lacking in my life. And that might be you today. When there's just this thing that's missing. And as soon as I gave my heart to God, I've got an eternal peace that never goes away. No matter what, it never goes away. And I just want to take a moment right now. And in a moment, we're going to close our eyes. And I'm going to ask you to raise your hand if that's you and you want to begin a relationship with God. When you raise your hand, I'll say, I'll see that hand. You can put it down and stay in your seat. Then we're all going to pray a prayer together, asking God into our lives. So let's all close our eyes. Tonight, I want to speak to three different types of people. You know, firstly, maybe you didn't know about God. Maybe this is the first time hearing that he died on the cross for you. Maybe you didn't know he loves you and he just wants to tell you he loves you. Or the, in a, and in a moment, I'm going to get you to raise your hand. Or secondly, maybe you grew up in church or you grew up in Sunday school or youth and you were once with God, but you drifted away from him. You know, maybe it didn't make sense in the moment or you got offended and left. And in a moment, and you want to come back, and in a moment I'm going to ask you to raise your hand as well. And thirdly, maybe you believe in God, but you just aren't sure in your heart that if you were to die, you would go to heaven. You know, when you have a relationship with God, there's just a confidence in your heart that you know where you're going. And if that's you in a moment, I also want you to raise your hand. So if you are one of those three types of people, if you want to begin a relationship with God, you want to come back or you want to be sure in your heart you are going to he- going to heaven, raise your hand now. Thank you, Jesus. You know, our head moves fast, but our heart moves slow. So just listen to your heart in this moment. He's not going to fo- force you to to do this, but he will meet you right where you are. Thank you, God. Hey, that's awesome. Why don't we open our eyes? Hey, if that was you and for some reason you didn't raise your hand, that's okay. But there are two things I just want to encourage you to do. Firstly, just keep coming back. We're a family here. We love people and we just want to be seeing you every single Sunday. And secondly, maybe you have questions about God and Christianity. And I just invite you, we have an Alpha course. It's starting next week. And I invite you just go to that, ask the questions, understand more. But I'm going to hand you back to Summer. Thank you.